0: The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. We are here with you with a Watch This or Die episode. My name is Vinny. I'm here with... The co-host with the most, Jeffrey DiBatista.
1: What's up, party people?
0: And then on the uh, new Dimebag Daryl statue hotline, we got Brother Pete. Waka waka. And we got Brother Sean.
2: (laughs) I miss you guys. What's up?
0: Yeah, this is nice. Made a little, little break. Should we do seasons? I don't know. I don't know what it means. (laughs) <laughs> we got, what do you guys think about podcast seasons?
2: <laughs> you just split it up every 100 episodes. This is your season.
0: Season three will be 201. Yeah. All right. Should we start with uh, some beers here? Sean, why don't you kick us off in the beers?
2: Uh, so I just cracked one open um, just before we started. And I got another one that I'm going to open in a minute. But it's uh, my dad brought it back to me from Vermont uh it's uh, what the hell is the brewing company it's zero gravity craft brewery out of burlington vermont and the beer is little wolf pale ale Little 4.7 percenter uh cool can art and it's a nice little crisp pale ale yeah i enjoy some zero gravity they're the ones that uh made
0: the whole like wolf pup line is it
2: yeah, and I'm going to guess this is a, a spin-off of that or just okay. a lower alcohol version of that.
0: Yeah, I think Wolf like, Wolfpup was their big IPA for a while. and Then they have different yeah. variations now.
2: Yeah, it's good.
3: Good it's really stuff. Good. Pete, what you got? Um, I have something that I think I dubbed last year the official drink of summer, and I kind of forgot about until like two weeks ago. Um, It is one can of Twisted Tea Light and one can of Narragansett Dell's Lemon Shandy. Oh. Poured over ice. That is a nice combo.
2: You're a man of taste, Pete. I I think we
0: need to do that. That sounds great. Five is just like a a touch carbonated?
3: Just a a tad, and it's... uh, you know, it's just, it's really, it's real it's refreshing. And, um, you know, it, I, it, I started, um, I started getting into the twisted tea because once they came out with the box, cause I was like, this is perfect. I can like fill my Yeti cup and mow the lawn and you know, it's, you know, at least it's just iced tea. They uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: do twisted tea <laughs> in a box.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't fucking know that.
2: There was a
0: uh, episode not too long ago where Pete brought it and pulled the bag out. And uh, while we were talking, Jeff was like slapping the bag, drinking right from it.
3: I think it was the last time we ever recorded JJ's house. Yeah, you're right. It was JJ. I forgot that was there. (laughs) Yeah. There was some spill. JJ was just
0: like looking on in horror at us. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes
2: some bad decisions have to be made. Oh, yeah. Of course.
0: All right. Uh, I think this is the first time on the show Jeff and I are going to be sharing a uh, Crowler of beer We have a, uh, it was a gift from Friend of the show, Ryan From New Ridge Brewing Company Out of the great Philadelphia And this is their Maybach Nice and fresh, just canned on uh, In the Crowler, 7.8 6.8%, let's see what it's all about Make sure I don't spill this I'm not peeing
2: Hmm.
3: all right remind me what a mybach is it is a
0: malty lager if i had to describe yeah, it okay. un, so it's like they, they
3: like toast the barley
0: or something. yeah i mean it's not dark um but you had that like christmas from the lager it's brewed lager style so it's cold fermented and but it has a little bit of a malt backbone to it Cool. And this one is good. New Ridge. I've, I've never even heard of them until Ryan gave
1: us this. Yeah, they're in my old neighborhood. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're newer. I think they're only a couple of years, two years
2: old. That's his uh, That's his brewing company, right? What?
0: Isn't he working there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah, he uh, he was nice enough to share some beers with us when we were at VHS Fest uh, the other week. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he gave us this one. Good shit.
1: Yeah, he comes prepared. That he does. All the beers.
0: All right. Anyone, uh, Sean, you mentioned you have something in the, the, uh, music front before I get on my soapbox?
2: Yeah, um, this, this is a band I saw, um, once or twice before called Imperial Triumphant. Uh. Experimental metal band, kind of out of the, you know, death metal scene. Uh, they just released a new single not too long ago, and they have an album coming out on 722 called Spirit of Ecstasy. And the single is really good. Um, I think you guys will like it. Uh, they're into some weird shit, and they do some weird shit. And I saw that Kenny G was featured on the album. What? Uh, but it's but it's a it's it's out of the they're out of the death metal scene, so it's heavy too. So I'm interested to see what that sounds like. Interesting. I dig the weird, and then uh, it's weird. They 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 wear like big black cloaks and have giant gold masks on. They play, I think it's just a three, just a threesome, hmm. but good shit, good mm-hmm. band. Give them a listen. Kenny G is the record, the Guinness World
3: Record for longest note ever. He played. does, he does. You know how you know how he does it? Some kind he of in through his butthole. And he blows out through his mouth. That's not true. It's <laughs>
0: some kind of. Uh, it's some kind of weird thing where you can open. No, he can breathe.
3: He he can breathe in through his nose while blowing out through his mouth. Right.
0: Which apparently only a very few people can do. But it sounds a lot better the other way. Yeah, I mean that does sound cooler. Open that butthole right up. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> make sure you're wearing clean briefs.
3: <laughs> I Kenny G I mean he comes correct you know yeah.
2: there's no way is they're ever dirty uh, I think the reason he's on this album uh, I think his son is a friend of the band and he must have done them I don't know if it's a favor is the right word but they had him on it so oh. they did him a favor <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only thing I had in music I don't know if anyone caught the announcement but Pantera is going on tour in 2023. How you might ask. With the Abbott Brothers no longer with us, rest in peace. At, so when this was first announced, uh, I want to say it was like five or six days ago, at, when it first came out. I was very disturbed because they didn't know who was going to play guitar or drums. Since then, they announced that on guitar will be Zach Wild, and on drums... Uh, the dude from Anthrax. What's his name? I forget his name. But the drummer from the Anthrax. Um, I don't like this one bit. Um, I don't know if disrespectful is the right word, because only because it's Zach Wild. Uh, I've seen a lot of articles saying that it's great that the drummer from Anthrax is... Uh, playing with them because of the Anthrax-Pantera connection. But from what I've gathered, pretty much my whole life, Anthrax and Pantera never liked each other. Um, But
3: I was curious what you guys think, especially you, Pete. Well, so you – wait, were, did you say you don't like the Zach? I mean, obviously the whole I, thing is kind of like
0: –
3: The Zach Wild but thing is the is... only thing that makes me feel better about it. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's kind of a, I, I, I mean, I would say kind of a keeper of the, of the metal because, you know, he did it with Ozzy for so long. He does the Zach Sabbath thing. He plays – he played Black Sabbath songs with Ozzy. And that's just an example of how he did it once before. Um, obviously, he was doing music for – the music of people that were still alive – when he was doing black Sabbath songs, Tony, you still alive. Um, but I mean, he's a legitimate musician. He's one of the, only. he's, I mean, he was literally the first person I thought of that. I thought, you know, um, would do dime justice. Um, and you know, the last thing I would want to see is somebody go out there and like, try and be dime, you Which know, you like, try and like, dialer goatee or some stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, he won't. Um, yeah. You know, w- and if anything, he might go out there with one of like a dime style guitar or something for a couple. I think he songs. already plays he's with a gonna,
1: dime style guitar with the. With but the he, yeah, but he's still no.
3: going to play his uh, his you know his bullseye circle Gibson, and uh, you know I, so I mean that's the, I I just don't see why. If they couldn't have gotten it done with, um, at least with Vinnie Paul still alive. Well, because he he wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. He wanted
0: absolutely nothing to do with Phil and Rex. That's where I think it's a little bit disrespectful because, you know, in speaking for himself and his brother, he wanted nothing to do with Pantera ever being on stage again without Dime. And yeah. now that Vinny's gone too, they kind of have their doorway. I'm surprised, uh, I haven't like dug into it more, but I'm surprised that Dime's lifelong partner hasn't been able to, I mean, maybe she doesn't have the rights to the band in any way, but she was a big advocate for this not happening, and
3: um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to happen. So, you know, people were just going to choose whether they wanted to do it or not. It's like, I feel it's kind of like, and, and, and again, it's a different situation because Pantera broke up. I mean, obviously they were also alive when they broke up they broke up for their own reasons. But then, you know, Diamond was killed and everything later. And so it's not quite the same, but I, I feel it's like, I don't want to see Kiss with their current lineup. Because no, no. like if I if I want to see Kiss, I want to see Kiss. So, you know, it's just you, you know. Obviously, I mean, no one, no one's going to hold it against you if you go see him. It's going well, to say all of this probably going
0: to be good. All of this being said, I plan on going.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's more like seeing a Pantera cover band. Yeah, a, Pan, a Pantera yeah, cover felt...
3: band with Zach Wild, like that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. really
3: <laughs> whether or not like. Whether, um, um, they, they kind of keep it together and they, and they, they don't make it seem like this is how it's supposed to be or anything like that. Like,
0: I have no idea. I have no idea what Phil and Zach Wild's relationship is like.
2: Phil's such an asshole. Um, Yeah, I don't I mean, know. That should be interesting. to make me not really want to if, go, but...
0: I, uh, do they have dates yet, or did they just say 2023?
3: No, I mean, as far as... I, I mean, this is... The beginning of the stage. As
0: far right? as I know, it's like fresh, fresh news like yeah. four days ago. I'd be curious to see if like Philadelphia or whatever the nearby area is going to be, if it's like far down on the tour date list, and maybe Shaq's going to be getting tired of Phil, and there might be some, you know bad energy on the stage. I don't know. But I intend on going just...
3: Um... I feel like a lot of that... Um, the way that band's torn out, especially, like, those guys, like... Zach's gonna have his own bus. Like, it's not like they're gonna be on a bus together. Yeah. So I feel like there's not a whole lot of... Like, where that that could happen. It's not like they're an up-and-coming band that's, like, in a band. But yeah, yeah, Just true. Phil... Is Phil still drinking shit? I believe... He's off the of H, as far
0: as I know. I believe yeah. he's completely sober. But he's yeah. definitely been... If he's,
2: getting... he's definitely been drug-free yeah. for a while. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking his antics will get old if he starts showing up late for shows or dicking around on stage, but... yeah.
0: I, if, if, I, mean... I mean, he's had a ton of success with Down.
3: So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always I think of it this way Is that if Guns and Roses Eventually got it together To do it Then never anyone can Yeah Cause that yeah. was like Never gonna happen Then it happened So And they're still Playing together So Every once in a while Actually Rose looks awful I know It sounds yeah. awful <laughs> yeah. yeah Did anybody hear anything About what What those shows were like That he did with ACDC What? I didn't know about that <laughs> No No. Yeah, he filled in for for Brian Johnson uh, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. When he, so it was announced that like Brian Johnson was like done, done, because like he couldn't hear anymore and like all this stuff. And then they were like, "Axl Rose is going to finish out the tour, and he might like continue like touring with them in the future." So he played like five shows with them or something. I don't think I like the sound of that. No, but is then any, uh, Brian Johnson came back. I don't know. Brian Johnson came sure there there back, I think. Hmm. They I don't know. They resolved his issue or he just decided whatever. I can't have Axel doing this, I have to get back out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he saw one of the shows and was like, Oh fuck, never mind. I can't hear, sorry.
0: Hold my beer, I'll be right up. Yeah. All right. And then we had a nice little uh, Partial Killer Pod crew outing last weekend. Fun event. And uh, and it was like a a two-event day for some of us. Uh, Phoenixville on Bridge Street had their famous annual Blob Fest, which I think this year in particular was a really good event and quite the banger.
1: Yeah, first time live in two years.
0: Yeah. Um, So, for those of you that don't know, the uh, Blob um there's a few parts that were filmed in our area in chester county uh most importantly the famous theater scene was filmed at the uh now historic colonial theater in Phoenixville, pennsylvania it's where the scene happens where everyone comes running out of the theater um trying to escape the blob so now there is a blob fest uh at the theater and on the street it's on and there's a ton of uh like we talk about Bruce street all the time but it's like a nice downtown area. You got a the theater, and then it's uh, surrounded by all kinds of bars and restaurants and breweries. So it becomes a big open, open air market kind of uh, festival. The streets close for cars, so you can walk the whole thing. Good, good time. Sixty plus vendors this year. A lot yeah. of good stuff.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. We got some cool
0: art. Did you
2: guys? Did you run?
0: <laughs> no. Nah. So that was. Friday night. I've, I've done it before. I mean, it's kind of cool. Um, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something worth experiencing once. I don't, I don't know if I'll have the need to do it again, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's the other thing with the to kick off the, the Blobfest. Uh, usually on, on Friday night, they do like a reenactment where the whole um, group or however many can fit into the theater does like the
2: famous run out into the street. It's cool. Good stuff. Hey, what you were just saying, what, what you got? You get some merch?
1: Jeffy? Uh, yeah, I bought like some art. I got a. Uh... God, I don't even remember. It's like a little print. It's like the state of Pennsylvania with uh, the colonial and people running out of it from the movie. Um, it's a nice print. Yeah, it's like a sketch. That's dope. Um, I got.
0: Did you hang it up yet?
1: Nah, I got to get a frame still. And I bought a. Uh... 8-bit Jason plaque with just the mask and it says you and your friends are dead, game over. Hmm. So that'll go on the wall as well.
0: Let's go to the wall. And then to follow that up, we had a real fun-filled day. We left there uh, and went up to the Mahoning for the VHS Fest, which was another great event. Uh, another one like no other that we've been to at the Mahoning uh, they opened the doors nice and early at four to four o'clock. So we had plenty of time in the sun. There was a, um, I think this is the most vendors we've seen there, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, even, mean, was even, the whole, even more so than Joe Bob. Yeah. It was the whole like front of the, yeah, the, the driving had
0: to be at least 15 to 20 vendors, um, which is the most that they've gotten yet. And then it was really cool. They had live music, um, all the way until sundown, and the movies are going to start. Really good crowd. Once again, everybody's um, getting along and driving really well. All of our people gathered in one field. It's always an awesome time.
1: Some questionable movies. but I think that's the point. That
0: was... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say a downfall, but um, no. I, I think the not the best triple feature we've seen at the Mahoney oh, it was
1: a quad. Quadruple quadruple. with found footage fest in between each movie. So the second movie ended at 2 a.m. And I was like, "Eh, I'm going to bed. And it sucks because I went up there for the last two movies, which were Ghoulies 2 and Rock and Roll Nightmare, and I didn't get to see either.
2: I'm disappointed I didn't get to see the last one. I was excited for that. It's
1: a hard, hard time to stay awake for me these days. So normally...
2: Lyle, Lyle made it all the way through.
0: I made it the longest... That I have probably yet, without any kind of chemical interference.
1: You were all jacked up. I don't know what was up with you.
2: Yeah. I gotta figure out how to repeat it.
1: Doing laps, slapping people on the back. Smoozing.
2: <laughs> uh um, vibes were good. Yeah,
0: it was it was definitely good vibes. So the the VHS fest, so normally at the Mahoning, uh, you know, they pride themselves, they're showing uh the movies in 35mm. Occasionally, digital, they can't get their hands on it. VHS Fest, they were showing, obviously, in VHS format. And the whole point was that these were movies that were only available in VHS. Am I correct?
1: No, they're not only available in VHS. Well, no, that's yeah, the it They were VHS-like classics. They were like video store movies, basically. So it's like Vice Academy, which was like, I don't know. I think it was supposed to be like a sex comedy, but the sex part really fell through. <laughs> And the comedy part. Yeah. And then the Devil's Playground was a straight-up 80s dudes with a camcorder making a movie. Like, never before seen, I think, it was what they said.
0: Yeah, so like you said, like...
1: Then you had Ghoulies Video 2. Video store of finds... Yeah, obviously yeah. Ghoulies 2 is right. available
0: in many formats.
1: But Vice Academy you can get on Blu-ray right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Why would you? It's a trilogy. <laughs> There's three of them. I can't believe there is, but there is. Fair enough.
0: Anyway, good times all around. Can't speak highly enough of the Mahoney. And then uh, a short handful of weeks, we have the famous Camp Blood coming up.
1: Oh,
2: it's so far
0: away. I know, but I can't wait. And like Sean Jerry said,
2: had so much fun. Jerry had yeah, so much yeah. fun. I think he he's getting tickets to Camp Blood, or he already did. Good. Good, man.
0: Yeah, he did seem to be having a
2: great time, which is always he did. fun and to it, say. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, and it's like equidistant for us to drive there. It's a great spot to meet for the
1: both of us yeah Can't nice, to, do nice to add to the crew
0: yeah it was, it was a good good little crew for that one and we're gonna have a big crew for Camp Blood
1: well, I hope so
0: Which just a nice little shanty town. I actually. don't
2: know I, I, I keep having hearing from more people that want to come up with me so you hopefully yep. more people will keep coming
0: bring them all we'll just take that bitch over
1: yeah really that would be hilarious I mean we're already gonna hold down the back
0: we gotta get an RV.
1: Well, we got a camper coming. A camper? Yeah, Ryan's bringing a camper, dude. Oh,
0: I forgot He's got a bachelor party going yeah. on. Yeah. For uh, Mike, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we're taking it over. You think he'll let the, let us uh, spray paint the camper purple?
2: Doubtful. It's probably rental. Mm. <laughs> you know what, brother's got to come is brother Pete. Pete. You making any progress?
3: I mean, I told you, I bought tickets.
1: I buy right. tickets to things and don't
3: go. Yeah, yeah. No, That's not a guarantee. We'll find out.
0: Just think about if you decide not to go. You bought tickets. And what if poor little Johnny in uh, Ohio was planning on going and saving all of his nickels and finally had the money and it was sold out. And you
3: had those two tickets that you could have got.
2: Because you wanted to go to Wiltshire Morris' wedding.
3: <laughs> I, I, I think... You won't be surprised when I say, fuck little Johnny.
1: <laughs> yeah. what the fuck the that Thomas? kid in the wheelchair
3: in Silver Bullet. Oh, <laughs> Glad he's terrible. paralyzed.
1: Jiminy crickets.
3: Quote of the show oh, no. Glad he's paralyzed. Oh, no. All
0: right, moving on. Does anyone, uh, I guess the next segment's kind of pretty open. Anyone have any? news i like to mention? Anything they've been uh, doing outside of the, the show, watching or whatever that uh, is of particular interest?
3: Mm. I've just been trying to squeeze in a couple... Uh, and I have a question about this, too. I won't say what I've been watching because the list will remain to be seen. But I've been watching some um, Shudder movies good, good but are we are we delineating between Shudder exclusive and Shudder original
0: only Shudder original I think
3: okay unless you guys because I don't I because I'm assuming that original means it was made by or for Shudder correct right
0: which I mean there's a pretty good handful but I mean the most we could do is a top 10 the most
3: yeah and even that might be like i think because i think like mandy for a while was an exclusive but that's not an original right
1: yeah because i mean um psycho gore a exclusive too like it's just movies that they right. get to show and no yeah i don't
0: even know how we would designate like because the exclusive part meant it just premiered on shutter and then eventually was available you know, elsewhere. and
3: Okay. I just wanted to double check on that. Yeah.
0: Even though we might, I mean, we'll work it out. That's going to be the next episode coming up shortly. But even if we only do a seven, um, it just might mean we only get one or two picks per of each of us.
2: Sean, you've been, br- you been brushing up on your shutter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting through some stuff.
0: All right. Yeah, there's a, they have some good content. I am um, somewhat in the, in the same wheelhouse as, as this show and certainly our interests. I watched a new movie about, I don't know, a week, ten days ago called A Tear in the Sky. Documentary about um, what's now called UAPs, what used to be called UFOs. Uh, I am a sucker for these whenever a new one comes out. Unless it looks like it's going to be total um, shenanigans, I will certainly watch it. This one was a doozy. It was kind of uh, a little bit hokey for in, the, in the first half, because they do the whole thing. They assembled a team of engineers and scientists and military personnel to try to get the first definitive evidence on multiple cameras of a UFO, and they were doing the whole thing with, like, the Subaru Outback, like, pulling up and halting to a stop, and the team, like, getting out all slow motion and dramatic, and uh, it was a little hokey, but they catch some crazy evidence at the very end. It's revealed in the last 12 minutes of the movie that's not even evidence of a UFO, but just another uh, sighting in the sky that was... um, very interesting, and I keep checking up to see if it's being talked about or disproven by anybody, but I don't know if you could guess maybe what it was by the title of the movie, A Terror in the Sky, but possibly a wormhole or a portal, and it's pretty interesting stuff. But anyway, ever since then, the last like 10 days, I've been fully down a rabbit hole of reading about UAPs and whatever um, is going
3: on with that recently. I've been, um, I mean, not exactly the same, but I've been checking out all those new photos by this new telescope.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You see, you guys seen that shit? It's yeah, crazy. those
0: images are crazy. The Saturn one,
3: yeah, wild. Um, just really cool, and but also when you think when you when you like the picture that you were seeing, like of all those galaxies and all that shit, we're seeing a picture and what we're seeing is millions of years ago we're literally looking into the past yep and all that stuff could be totally different because the light takes so long to get here yep it's just wild
2: and yeah it's fucking uh, wild to think about
3: it's
0: crazy to think about this dude I work with um we were talking about the photos and I guess uh him and his wife like decided to do a bunch of uh, dab hits and then started looking at the photos and like It sent her into a tailspin of, like, I can't believe this is from millions of years ago. I can't handle it. It's too wild to think about.
3: (laughs) Well, it's just the same that, like, if someone was out in one of those galaxies taking a picture, looking back at Earth, they, like, the Earth would look like it would be like Pangea. Yeah. And, like, and, like, dinosaurs might still be alive. Like, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not like they would see how much of the Earth's surface is covered with. Uh, cities and all that it would either be frozen yeah, or they, they wouldn't
3: see the the great the great pacific garbage patch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy
2: stuff. What did you guys do? <laughs> uh Pete, I told you about this, but I cuz I thought you'd be interested and maybe Vinny and Jeff too, but um there was a show, it's not horror, but I watched a show this week called The Bear on Hulu. And It's uh, Lip from Shameless. If you guys watch Shameless, Jeremy Allen White. And he uh, he takes he's like a classically trained chef working at the best restaurants in the world, and his brother kills himself, and he leaves like a shitty Chicago deli counter to uh, to uh, the kid from Shameless, and he takes it over, and like it's him working in the kitchen and struggling to like get control of it. It's only like eight episodes, and they're all a half hour, but it's all in the kitchen. The whole show is in the kitchen, and a lot of very like cooking centric and food centric.
0: I feel like someone was just pointed. But also a little this.
2: bit of shitload of drama too, kitchen drama.
0: Oh yeah, uh, there's plenty of it. Uh,
2: it was good. It was a really good watch. It's called
0: Bear. Uh,
2: what service is it on? Uh, the Bear. Yeah, The Bear. It was on Hulu. Cool. And I think they renewed it for a second season, but it would work really well. It's just a one season kind of, you know, short deal. Yeah, to go along, uh, Ryan was just telling us
0: about uh, a Britcom called Whites that he said was really good. And it's like a British comedy, but it all takes place in the kitchen. I forget what service he said that one's on, but he said it's hilarious.
3: But it's not just about white people.
0: No, no. Whites. Whites is a term that uh, chefs use for their chef coats. Just so there's no confusion. And also, the British wouldn't do I, was, that. I was, I was being facetious. I know. I mean, he, Vinny knows that, but to the listener. Yeah. The British wouldn't do any kind of racist white person show anyway.
3: <laughs> They've never done anything wrong. No. <laughs> Have
0: you heard the way they talk?
3: There's no way. India nothing
0: ever happened there (laughs) Uh, Sean you mentioned something about a casting announcement for Blade
2: oh shit yeah Uh, I just saw a little while ago the uh, Anthony Starr who plays Homelander on the boys um, it was just cast or it's at least rumored that he was cast to play Dracula and Blade okay uh, and if you've watched Homelander, uh, if you've watched The Boys, that dude's on Hinge. So I think he he could do a pretty good job of it.
0: Yeah, that should be cool. Hell of a lot better. I than, think it... uh, the dude from um, Prison Break playing
3: Dracula in Blade Three. That was uh, Oof. tough to watch. It's... <laughs> it's a much, it's a really good casting. If you've seen him outside the whole home- Homelander getup because he's not, like, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy like they make him seem. He's actually, like, just, like, a kind of tall, dark, and handsome dude. So, like, he could easily be... Um, pale uh, and creepy. Pale and creepy, yeah. <laughs> and um, I have a recommendation for anyone who has not seen this show. It's the first thing I ever saw that dude in. And actually, I was, like, halfway through the first season of The Boys when it first came out. And I was, like, finally, like, why does this guy look familiar? Um, and I finally looked him up. And I realized, because he's he's made to look so different, that he's in the show Banshee that I watched. Which is, like, this ultra-violent. He, he was the guy. He was the dude in Banshee. Oh. The main dude. Okay. Um, so Vinny, you watched Banshee? Yeah, you got me into it. I loved it. So I felt like it ended abruptly. I think it just kind of lost funding. Maybe it was like, I think I want to say it was three seasons. It may be four, but basically this dude, this dude who's kind of like on the lamb from the law moves to a Lancaster type town where there's lots of Amish, um, Maybe not. I think it's yeah. It, it, it's supposed to be Pennsylvania, but I think it's supposed to be like kind of closer to Pittsburgh. But um, it's got what is, uh, Ohio. Oh, is it Ohio? Yeah, Ohio actually. Yeah, does, I think I mean,
0: Ohio has more
3: Amish uh, than we do. Yeah. There's what's really weird is there's Amish and Mennonite places all over the like random pockets all over the world. My brother and his wife, she was raised Mennonite. Um went recently went on a trip to um Belize and apparently there's like a massive Mennonite population in Belize. That's just kinda weird. That's weird. Yeah. Um but Mennonite is a little different. They're not as a little more lax. As yeah, they're a little more lax. They don't wear the bonnets so much as the uh um the hardcore Amish, but anyway, check out Banshee. It's uh it was a really good show. It's a really fun, violent crime. You know, it's, it's just very like, gritty.
0: It has the most evil. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how. To...
3: <laughs> yeah, he basically takes over the, he takes over this, um, the person, uh, the identity of this sh- of a sheriff, but he's really like kind of a bad dude. But he does good. He ends up being a good dude. But yeah,
2: regardless, it's like the
0: um, um, rooting for the bad guy kind of thing, but. Yeah. And the the well one of the villains who is like the leader of the Amish Mafia for a lack of a better term. Who yeah. I mean he's just a great villain. He does it's
3: awesome. Yeah. So definitely check out Banshee. It's uh I think it was I think it was on Max. Cinemax. Either yeah, Max
0: or Showtime. I guess Max would make or no, was it stars?
3: It might have been stars if it was on cinemax something that would have max now, either, should,
0: either max or stars was it had a lot of grit and a lot of uh bang bang time
3: oh yeah a lot of titties yeah
2: ooh
3: amish titties <laughs> they're not so innocent <laughs> <laughs> jeff what have you been getting
1: into <laughs> nothing man just Sitting around. You got some new arrow videos. Yeah, bought some arrow. Arrow did a uh 50% off sale, so I got like four Blu-rays from them. Watched this Netflix uh documentary about DB Cooper, which was super disappointing. Um and I watched the new Bill Bear, which was not disappointing at all. Oh good. Oh man, I watched that. Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. Um I'm excited for that. Guar doc. Yeah, Guar comes out Thursday.
2: Um, yeah. The, there I, was another doc. There was another doc on Netflix that just came out called the uh, Girl The Girl in the picture. Photo.
1: Yeah, I heard that's really good. Did you guys I, watch that? Not yet. I'm gonna have to take some time. I've heard that. nothing
0: but good things yeah. and disturbing things about it.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up, but
2: it was <laughs> it was definitely worth it. Like I, I felt. Bad Sounds like it
1: hit you pretty you, personal there, Sean. Like.
2: Terrible. This is terrible. Did you watch uh, it with Gia? Is yeah. it one of the, Yeah, Gia was like, "Oh, we should watch this." And we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> is it a? Is
3: it a like a? Is it a single movie? No, doctors? it's it's
1: a I'm limited sorry. series. Everything's so a limited series you watch now. You watched
3: the whole thing? Yeah, we watched the whole thing. Is it like five hours of something that could be an hour and a half? Uh,
2: it's. I don't think it was that long.
3: No. Be- okay, because that is has gotten me angry lately with some netflix specifically where they take like a crime and then they're like they make it like six episodes and like it could have just been one or two
1: yeah this the db cooper a... one was like four episodes but they were like 35 minutes each and yeah they could have just jammed it into one long
2: movie so
1: people don't have attention spans anymore that's the problem and if it's not episodic they don't watch it
2: so th- it this is, was it. actually You're not done wrong. This was done in one it's like an hour and 42 actually but uh, I thought it was a limited series Maybe oh, I
0: thought it was a series too well, it was least, a movie
2: Yeah it was more of a documentary Huh ah okay I could yeah, have I uh, so My curse pr- my maybe they could have told the story but there's enough twists and turns in it that it, it fills up the whole hour 42
1: My problem with series is if I start I can't stop so there's been three different occasions where I've had to be at work at 6 7am And I've done entire series to where I I go to bed like a half hour before I'm supposed to be at work. I did The Innocent Man, which is really good, and Evil Genius, which is also really good. And I stayed up all night watching them because I was like, I can't stop. And then I did the, uh, this one's not as exciting, but the first season of Flaked. I started watching it like I was going to watch the first episode and just got sucked in. And then the second season was absolutely terrible and I don't think it's ever been on again.
3: That's um Will Arnett.
1: Yeah, the first season's like a, a dramedy, and the second season just becomes like this slapstick bullshit and it really kind of just takes a piss on alcoholism and it's <laughs> kind of annoying. I was uh
3: Yeah, I remember being disappointed that I because I, I also remember really liking the first season.
1: Well because the first season was so real. Um, yeah. I don't want to give anything away, but it was like real. like it's like what would happen in in life like alcoholics and and their web of like a web of lies and then they just get away with it scot-free and it's like, oh okay. And the second season just became like I said like a slapstick comedy. It was just made no sense and it was stupid.
3: Anyway, so um,
2: we covered the uh, music. (laughs) Yeah. Did you want to get into you want to get into bloody disgusting or you? Yeah. Let me. um, So we're we're
0: uh, we're halfway through July at this point, but uh, all summer long we've been doing a quick segment uh, from an article uh, on bloody disgusting where they're doing their summer horror. Preview and they broke down month by month in the summer what horror movies are coming out and uh, oddly enough the first horror movie of the month didn't come out until July twelfth anyway so I feel like we're we're not too late or anything let me scroll through
1: while you're looking did anyone else get a chuckle when it was announced today that the monsters is going right to Netflix <gasps>
0: really
2: yeah. did it yeah fucking uh, good I didn't... Didn't didn't love the trailer. Didn't
1: love it at all. I Still haven't watched it, but it was like a, a like almost like I don't want to say a bombshell, but it just like dropped today out of nowhere. It's like yeah, it'll be on Netflix in September.
0: <laughs> I wonder if uh, the studio just with the trailer and everything that's going on was like all right. Possibly, yeah, we'll I have it. no idea. Because um, theaters, I, I guess we could have mentioned that. Thanks to uh, Top Gun Maverick and Jurassic World, they're like back. Uh, AMC and Regal are almost at financially out of their bankruptcy. Um,
1: well, what did that take? Like six popcorn sales?
0: Well, it's good to see.
1: <laughs> at least somebody got
0: that. It is man. good to well, see. Well, yeah, it. we get it. It is good we to
3: see. We get it,
2: but I'm just saying it's nice that. That's why I asked you to on snacks. And it, has it.
3: anybody seen the footage of. Uh, I saw this clip and someone said. it's up, People say. Um, call, Call it like calling out aliens when they, when they do stuff that's... You see somebody do something that no human would do. Some lady goes up to the butter dispenser and puts butter on her hands and just starts rubbing it all over her face. Oh. oh. That's going to cause a breakout. Yeah,
1: That's
0: <laughs> well, nice. or,
3: or it's an alien <laughs> and it's moisturizing its reptile flesh. What
1: if she's just like an old whore who is like... Trying to get that feeling back, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trying to relive her glory. <laughs> Them that, that that popcorn or that uh, movie theater butter is is creamy, <laughs>
0: dude. It's not even yeah. butter, right? You can't recreate, recreate it. Yeah, because it's not butter. No,
2: yeah, that's weird. Very that moisturizing, I've heard. So butter flavoring. Many yeah.
0: many moons of research on how to recreate movie theater popcorn, which there's. Two people that took cooking as a profession on this podcast and I could not figure out how to get movie theater popcorn at home and it was driving me bonkers and I found on like a a Reddit rabbit hole to figure it out and it's this stuff called Flavor Call and you can get it on Amazon but it only comes in like a five pound tub and you use like a half a teaspoon per batch of popcorn so I'd have to like put this in my will and hand it down to like... Yeah, but that shit's probably good forever.
1: Huh? It's probably good forever. Like it'll probably survive. Oh, that's what like I mean. Will, yeah, so I'm gonna have
0: to like have somebody take this shit because it's a five pound tub of it. That'd be kind of fun though. But that is apparently the the must have trick that all theaters use to get like the crunch and that buttery flavor on top of having like uh, the fake liquid butter on there.
1: I miss the pretzel. It's bite. still a
3: better. It's, it's still a better investment than buying a bird. A bird yeah yeah much better <laughs> like a like like a
0: parrot yeah they live for a goddamn hundred years why would
3: you buy a parrot
1: <laughs> i don't
3: know we a up uh, it was a reference because then used to have a bird his mom used to have a bird so i, I know
2: to,
1: that but what the hell That is that have to do with popcorn because we were
3: worried that because he's gonna have to
1: pass Did down, down the...
0: no but the bird had a seizure and died so we're fine
1: oh, you're good
0: i thought it was a reference i didn't i thought i didn't know that i thought you i thought you sent it to like a sanctuary one of them laid an egg and we descended to a sanctuary because it got, like, vicious because it laid, obviously, an unfertile egg because it wasn't around any males or anything. And it went bananas. The other one had a seizure and died.
1: Did you tell your mom you sent yeah. it to a farm? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we sent it to the bird farm. <laughs> That's what she told
0: me.
2: Run it upstate. No, it actually, we did call it the bird farm. It's got all sorts of there land. It like fly around.
0: There's, like, a parrot rescue out in somewhere in Pennsylvania. It
1: had been funny if you just let it go on, like, Hawk
3: Mountain. <laughs> Did you, did you make an omelette
0: no. out of the egg? No. I don't know what she did with it. It was like a little. It was a cool-looking egg, too. It was like a little blue egg.
1: Well, you know you can make omelettes out of crocodile eggs. Mm-hmm. I learned that from a movie.
0: I said Deja Vu. were we talking about that?
1: Yeah, it was from that movie we watched um, with the guy in the pool.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we looked up what they taste like. man. Yeah. Alright, where am I at here? Bloody disgusting. Let's see what they have to say. In July, so the first one that was released for the month, straight to VOD, Neon Lights. This one sounds kind of cool. In this horror thriller, guests begin disappearing in an off-grid location during a family, a family reunion of misfit siblings and their offspring. Nothing like a good family drama horror
2: thriller.
1: Anybody here seen Neon Maniacs besides me? What's that? It's pretty bad. It's it's like an 80s Ah. movie. Like, they clearly shot a movie and then were like, oh, we got to do something. And then they shot other parts of the movie and put, (laughs) like, monsters in it and stuff. Yeah,
0: Jesus. (laughs) Um, This one sounds very interesting. Uh, Welcome to Hell, also July 12th. Lucia lives secluded in a remote cabin in the middle of a forest with her mute grandmother. She thinks she's safe after escaping... El Manje, the dark and ruthless leader of a black metal band, and father of her unborn child. Oh fuck yeah! Only El Manhe intends to sacrifice Lucia and the baby in a ritual. I will be watching
1: that. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's one called you Watch This or Die. Yeah. Well, there's a problem with a few of these movies. I'm going to get to after I finish this list. Uh, there's another one called Bed Rest. Comes out July 15th um that could be a cool psychological thriller horror uh a woman that is in the beginning stages of her pregnancy gets ordered by the doctor uh to be in mandatory bed rest for the entire length of her pregnancy up until childbirth and it prompts some ptsd of mental instability when she was younger and i guess the the darkness goes from there as far as it being like a psychological thriller And then probably the most noteworthy of the month is Nope. Jordan Peele's third horror movie it is coming out July 22nd. Are you guys have uh, some high hopes for this one? No.
3: I don't know. I, no? I had more high no, hopes. I do. I do. not I don't...
0: Um,
1: it took me a long time to see... Um, Get Out? Yeah. And I haven't even seen the other... Did you dig it? Get Out, I like. I just... Um, Once you think about it in terms of, like, this probably could have got done in, like, a half-hour Twilight Zone episode, but it's still good.
0: That was kind of the point, though. You wanted to expand on that Twilight Zone episode.
1: I'm just saying it's good. Yeah, Yeah, no problem with it.
0: I mean, I like how much mystery. Uh, I I haven't watched anything beyond the first trailer. I know there's been some more, but even with the rest of the trailers, have you guys watched them?
1: Nah, just the one that came out for the Super Bowl is all I saw.
3: That my, I like more the ominous nothing trailer. Now the trailers, I'm like, is this a comedy? I'm not sure.
2: I
0: don't know. I mean, I, I refuse to watch them. I want to keep that mystery.
2: Yeah, I watched some of the earlier ones and haven't watched any of the more recent. But, you know, I, mean, I, I was definitely interested.
0: I guess it's, it seems pretty obvious that it's going to involve an alien attack or UFOs in some way. Which always intrigues yeah, me. Sure. But... Yeah, that, that should uh, that should probably be the big uh, that'll be the big theater release of July. Then there's a uh, documentary called Pennywise: The Story of It.
1: I did see that coming yeah. out. Yeah,
0: dives into the the creation of the Pennywise villain. Lots of interviews with cast and crew. And then I don't know what to think of this one. There's, the description, maybe the time this was written, uh, Blaise cousin didn't have that much on it, but it's called Hypochondriac and. It looks like it's gonna be a horror comedy about this guy who's really has like an upbeat, happy, everything's wonderful personality, but he's hiding something dark and sinister, and then receives a phone call from his mother after not speaking with her for um, a decade, and it sends him down a path of bizarre sim- symptoms and spirals into dark obsession. So very vague description, but also seems kind of interesting. Especially if it's going to be a horror comedy kind of kind of take on it. So we'll see. That one's Hypochondriac. That's July 29th. The thing I wanted to mention as a problem with these, because I, I really want to watch that one, uh, Welcome to Hell. And I'd be interested in watching the Pennywise Doc. Uh, but have you guys heard about Screenbox? Because both those movies are exclusively going to be on Screen Uh
1: Screenbox is is doo uh, I don't mean that in like a mean way, but it's like yeah, they'll get the original stuff. Then all the other stuff on there you can pretty much find everywhere else. Um, they were the exclusive like streaming home for Freddy's Nightmares, and they're already getting rid of it in August. It's hmm. only it's only been on there for like two months, but I um, mean it's
0: four bucks a month.
1: Yeah, so it's it's bloody disgusting's. I, I guess they bought it, but it's their streaming service. But if you just go on the app and look at what they have, yeah, they'll have the exclusive stuff. But then they'll have like a bunch of public domain movies that you can get anywhere, and right, like, like YouTube, yeah, or like movies that Netflix had for the last ten years, and they have just it, it it doesn't seem worth it. Is basically what I'm saying. Especially with Shutter out there, Shutter's
0: yeah, I mean pumping all they, the goodness. Were they trying to go? They were.
1: I think that that was the plan originally. Because now it was, well, when it started, it was Bloody Disgusting plus Screambox. Now it's Bloody Disgusting's Screenbox. So, uh, okay. yeah, at some point they took over control of it.
0: Well, I mean, good for Bloody Disgusting.
1: Well, not if, you got to keep up on that. I had a conversation about this with Chris at work. Um, and we, that's what we said. Like, well, if they're going to compete, that's good news. Because that means movies are going to, you're either going to be on one or the other. And um, it looks like they, I don't know if they dropped the ball necessarily, but it, it, like I said, like if you were going to do We Have Freddy's Nightmares, why wouldn't you keep that forever?
0: And you didn't get it to watch that? I'm surprised.
1: I have it on Blu-ray. Oh. It came out on Screenbox the week after I bought the Blu-ray. I forgot, I forgot <laughs> about
0: that. Yeah, I remember you told me that.
1: Um, The bootleg Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, I mean... I've paid more for a single on-demand purchase, but I will get it um, either this month or next month just to watch that. Yeah. That one with I, know that, look, I
1: hope they succeed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, competition
0: is always good. And oh, yeah. It works out better for us as the viewers.
1: I just... Like I said, if you go just, on there, you'll you'll get what I'm saying where you're like, well, this is just a bunch of crap that's been on everything else already. Like, yeah. They, uh,
0: It's going to be a big feat to try to compete with Shudder because... Shutters oh, got, owned by AMC yeah. and Screenbox is owned by BloodyDisgusting.com.
1: Yeah, and Shutter's been around for close to ten years at this point. I, I remember when it
0: first came out? How stoked we were! Yeah. Like, oh, it's Netflix for yeah. and it was just old horror movies. Yeah, um, and not really even that great of a selection of old horror movies. And I still signed up immediately.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I can do a whole episode on this by myself. But Roku used to be the Wild West back in the day. Um, when it first was kind of new. And I had... I think I might have told this story before because I feel like I tell it a lot because it was such a a crazy thing to happen. But there was a channel called the Grindhouse Channel, and I guess they just said, fuck copyright, and they would just have everything on there, ad-free. Like, oh, I want to watch The Exorcist. Cool. Uh, Grindhouse Channel has it. And, And like they would just have hundreds of movies for... No, no ads, no fee. Just here it is, and then I guess they eventually got busted because it eventually went away. But you could, I mean, when when Roku first came out, you could make your own channel if you knew oh, how, and then yeah. you just you would go on the internet and download it to your Roku, and you could.
0: It was like public domain kind of yeah, stuff.
1: It was wild. Um, but yeah, I hope they succeed, and I hope they get a bunch of original stuff and make it worth uh, people's. Um, and You know, if they can get one niche thing that'll bring people in. Like, I imagine Joe Bob brought a lot of eyes to Shutter. Yes. So, if they could get something like that, I don't know what it would be at this point. But, you know, something also like that.
0: Also, partnering up with the whole bundle of AMC Plus had to do wonders for it.
1: Oh, well, absolutely. Well, I mean, they didn't partner up. They got bought out.
0: Well, I, I, yeah, but just making that whole AMC like bundle yeah. of things.
1: Yeah. Um, But, like, if Screenbox were to get together with, like... One of the Blu-ray companies, one of the, like the big Blu-ray companies that they're just putting stuff out all the time. Yeah, and, I mean
0: like Shout TV's not doing shit. They might as well.
1: Well, they they run Alf <laughs> and like Knight Riders is on like every twenty-five minutes. <laughs> I still gotta watch that, by the way. It's like four hours long, but it's a Romero, so whatever. Um, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Let's uh, let's get into this, man. Let's get
3: into this. Watch this or die. All right. After- can, I, can I say one more thing? Of course. A- about can I say one more thing about popcorn? Like the snack um, or the movie? But the the snack. <laughs> so the last couple of times I've gone to the movies, they've had the popcorn like already put pre put in the bag, and I don't, I like, don't like that. I don't like it one bit. It tastes a little stale. What goes up with that?
0: It's not as hot. Yeah, it's not hot. Yeah, it's lazy, is what it is. I don't like it.
3: But and I I, I okay like like industry. Mm-hmm like food service industry, I get it when it's busy. Like whatever. But I've gone in when I'm like there's no one in line. No, movie theaters aren't busy anymore. Well that's why that's why why, so I'm like, why does this guy have fifteen bags of popcorn already bagged up? He's he's alone like there's like there's no one here.
1: Dude, when I saw the Batman, there was legit twelve people working and not one of them was working. They were all just standing behind the counter talking and like the, I mean I'm not yeah. mad the, the theater was empty it was like me but I was like why are there so many people back here and I think you could have just hung out all day nobody was checking tickets it was just like yeah alright cool you're in alright <laughs> your movie's somewhere in here I don't know find it you'll be
3: alright I think about that sometimes and I'm I'm, I'm just an, an honest person so that's why I don't Same. I, as a kid I definitely would have fucked, fucked around with it but like I know like I know that I could just walk in and like not say anything to anybody most of the time. Especially now I guess that, they
0: figure the juice isn't worth a squeeze in that because I mean Yeah. How many people are gonna do Now my re Like during primetime, I'm sure
3: they're monitoring that. Yeah. The Warrington twenty two uh is now like there's no desk anymore. It's all it's all digital kiosks or you could buy it on your phone. And like They always just have like one person checking the tickets, and like you could easily just like walk past them like you were in the bathroom or something, and like um, anyway. Well, stop pre-bagging the popcorn. Yes,
0: I concur on that. It's lukewarm. It's a little bit stale, and I want it fresh, especially when it's not
3: busy time. I mean, at least they did improve. At least with with that, I can say that at least they now let you put your own butter on, because that's an at least to me that's new. Yeah, my in my theater, but um, still would prefer a fresh scoop bag. Mhm. Agreed.
0: All right. Well, with that, we're gonna dive into our watches or dive. So this week on watches or dive, we're doing a. Uh a first ever. It is a Watch This or Die double feature. We went into...
1: I'm pretty sure we've done that before.
0: No, we've never done two that were just... We've done two where one of us was giving each other a movie, but not an episode where all of us are diving into... um... (laughs) Pete, your chips are loud. I actually think that was me, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, sorry sorry <laughs> sorry Pete <laughs> for blaming you you just mentioned that you're eating those delicious Hearst chips Um. anyway double feature alligator and alligator 2 both available to stream on shutter so Jeff would you be uh, able to dive into the sort of folklore and how alligator has been much anticipated and we've been waiting for it for a very long time
1: yeah, Alligator has been one of those like, why can't we find this anywhere? Movies not streaming, not available for purchase other than like ridiculous prices. Uh, it's been going on for years and years and years now, um, and it came to a head. I remember you got that um, that that big coffee table book where it had all like the old newspaper clippings of like mm-hmm. movies and um, ad nauseum. It's called ad nauseum. That's it. But Alligator was in there. Yep. And it, I, I didn't even know it was like a big theatrical release or anything. And I was like, why is this thing so hard to find? Um, so when we heard it was coming to Shudder, man, we were very excited.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to find this one for a, a really long time. because, As mentioned on previous episodes, my love for animal attacks movies and horror movies. Uh, this was like the grail for a while. Um, and Shudder did its business as per usual, and they got their hands on it. Still no Blu-ray, though, right?
3: Uh, not that I'm aware of. Was 2 also in that same boat?
0: No, 2... Well, it was in the same boat that you couldn't get it anywhere, but it wasn't nearly as in-demand or sought-after as the first one. I wonder why. Oh, we'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, we can dive right in. Alligator came out in 1980. It was very much in the vein of, um, even though Jaws was years before, still riding on the coattails of, of doing the, uh, well, the animal attacks, but like the, the killer, the killer, aquatic animal on the
1: loose. But in the sewers. But in
0: the sewers of a urban.
1: Yeah, they never. Oh, Chicago. They're in Chicago. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Shot down.
1: Yeah. Chicago. Ditka. Ditka. Bears.
3: Polish sausage. Polish sausage.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, um, I'm gonna just start with saying, I am Robert Forrester in this movie. <laughs> he is my spirit animal. Except for the receding hairline thing, my hair is flowing.
2: Dude. They reference his receding hairline so many yes. times. Yeah, in this movie, it's kind of, and it's not even that bad. Well, <laughs> it, it is. Was he okay if with it? that? If
1: you look at it, bad. well, here's that's I was gonna get there eventually. But all the receding hairline jokes he wrote. Ah. Yeah. So that's apparently true. he's that's very good. open to um he's very just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's into it. Like he thinks it's funny. And he's done it on multiple movies, apparently. So I think in Jackie Brown, they make jokes about his hair as well. And they're yeah, all...
3: By the time you get to Jackie Brown, he basically has like a see-through nest. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're,
1: they're all courtesy of him. He is very open to making fun of himself, apparently, which is awesome.
3: I mean, his IMDb
0: photo is very much a see-through nest. It's like... Yeah. <laughs>
1: But he's funny so I just so, love his his sarcastic attitude th- for everything like at no point does he take anything in this movie super serious just everything is sarcastic. he plays it straight but he's just like a sarcastic street cop detective rather and uh he never like never lets up with that like even at, like the shittiest parts and like eh, we're finding like human body parts everywhere
3: and he's got jokes he's got jokes. He's always kind of play, has that um, like little bit of a player thing going on, though. I mean, he has it in this. He has it in Jackie Brown with Pam Grier. Um, you know, he just has a little bit of that hustle. He's a like, sexual being, I
1: guess. You know, he's like yeah. a, a Michael yeah. Douglas type, maybe. Yeah. Without yeah. having to show his ass all the time. Yeah, he's like a, <laughs> a,
3: a, a be Michael Douglas.
1: Yeah, I love him. He, he, I, he I think... takes
2: that girl. He he gets with that one the 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 hepatologist or whatever the uh, alligator expert in this movie but then her mom is in the house
1: No no you got to pay he, attention he pisses her off at dinner and then goes to the house what's supposed to be in the morning but it's clearly nighttime cuz it's all dark <laughs> out the windows and her uh, she lives with her mom
2: I just had a note there it was like how old is she why is her mom there yeah. <laughs> cuz he's cuz he's like in his 40s, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, he looks like he's in his 60s. Uh, no, he
3: does uh, not. <laughs> I looked it up. So like how old up, is, what, what is the age difference He was here? like 38. He was like 38 when they recorded this movie. Jesus. That's really? not
1: bad. That's how old I am.
3: Maybe
2: yeah, he looks like um, He doesn't man. Love he 38. look like... 38. He was a way better he looks looking like, than me. he looks like he could be 50. Yeah.
1: I think he goes a good-looking guy.
2: So
3: I actually saw this movie at, at when I was probably like nine or 10. My, I had uh, a Hollywood video here in town oh, I loved that. That been... and, and the Hollywood video always had like a way bigger horror section than blockbuster did. Yeah. And humongous, they
1: were like, a, 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 humongous a half
3: mile, they were like a half mile apart. And it was like, Blockbuster always had more new releases, but if you wanted... Anyway, so, like, I was still scared of this shit at that age, but my brother would rent it, and as i am probably said a million times on here that my brother showed me something when I was way too young. Um, I didn't remember a lot. I remembered the pool scenes a little bit. I definitely didn't remember Robert Forrester being in it, because the first thing I ever remember seeing Robert Forrester in was Jackie Brown. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, because that was the first thing I was like, when I when I turn it on, Sean and I, uh, simulcast this together. Aww. Um, so we could talk about it over text. Um, and, uh, yeah, the first thing I said was like, Oh shit, Robert Forrest is in this. Um, but, um, no, I, I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know. How do we usually do this? Do we usually, I mean, I, I, I think the f- first one was really good. I mean, for what it is, I don't know would you consider this low budge
1: no i mean it probably it probably is
3: the gator the gator effects are really good well yeah they
1: bought they built all those miniature sets that look really good and they just had an uh, an alligator just walking through them the animatronic alligator uh i mean it looks good but apparently it pulled the jaws where like it just malfunctioned all the time but the shots they get with it of like straight up eating full-grown men's pretty good
2: um, and I think yeah, it worked. I, mean, I think it worked to their benefit, too, because like this movie, just like in Jaws, like the less you saw of it, almost the better.
1: Well, I like that one shot, especially where uh, Forrester and the rookie kid are in the, the sewer. It's like right after he like grabs his ass. They do like the little prank. He like mm-hmm. he thinks he's like lost the, yeah. the rookie kid. And he, he whips his flashlight around real quick. And if you're, it, it's like half a second. Right over his shoulder. Right over his shoulder. Yeah. The alligator's cool standing. Scene. There. Cool and it, scene. if they don't play it too hard, there's like a little musical cue. Yeah. And the the flash is literally like if, if half a second, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's just
0: kind of like winding its head. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, uh, Steph missed it. So I was like, did you see that? She completely missed it. I was like, so I had to rewind. Yeah.
1: yeah they did some really good stuff. They
0: spent uh, a million five on it. But for some reason, it doesn't have what it did. On the, uh, on IMDB at least doesn't have what it did in the box office, but they spent million five on the budget.
1: I, I don't look at it as like a low budget, uh, piece of trash by any means. I think it's yeah. really good. Yeah. I, I find it very enjoyable. Uh, like I said, Forrester's character is so relatable to me. <laughs> so
2: it didn't feel low budget to me at all watching it. Yeah. No. I, I thought that they,
3: um, you get a lot more, if you're in comparison to Jaws, you get a lot more payoff of like seeing the alligator. Yeah. Then you do like Jaws and in, in Jaws, for instance, if you're comparing those two things. Mm. Um, I mean, I, again, like you mentioned the malfunction, that's pro- probably part, that's part of the reason why that happened in Jaws. But, um, uh, like the scene, like anything, like when he, um, when he kills the, the hunter, yeah. the weird um looking hunter guy. Yeah, that's my he favorite
1: part.
2: Turtle, turtleneck or whatever the fuck he's. Oh, yeah, he
1: hires the local like dudes to be his guide. That, um that was hilarious to me. I mean, it almost seemed kind of racist what they were doing there because it would be like he would go to like a African yeah. village
2: and hire like
1: oh. uh, people to be yeah. his
2: guides. I texted and... I texted Pete that. He goes in and buys like
1: a six-pack of Pounders, and then is like, oh, you guys. Yeah, I'll give you $10 a day. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God.
2: But
0: then they're like, oh, no, we're out. (laughs) (laughs) Not fucking going in there.
1: Yeah, my favorite part is when he gets eaten. He's screaming something that doesn't make sense. You would think he was like, it would be something crazy like, get me out or help me. But he's not not saying anything like that. He's saying, I don't even know what he's saying. It's It's very weird. That um, and when the gator breaks through the street.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. The kids oh, are yeah. playing with play ball. One, yeah, one kid. Um, and they're just watching it, like.
1: Yeah, no one's taking off. They're just like, and like the random like trashy chick who's like sitting on a dumpster, <laughs> just like dancing yeah. to nothing.
0: Well, the one kid like books it
3: into his house. He like, so grabs the knife, I think yeah. they get, they get the knife. Yeah, he gets a knife. i stab that gator. <laughs>
1: and his mom's like clearly um, like lit. She's drinking like schlitz. Yeah. <laughs> They're
2: playing alligator down in the street. Joey, you're driving me one nuts. Of,
3: Can't stand one of the this things kid. I was,
2: I, one of the things, uh,
3: Sean and I were saying is just like, and I know it's kind of just like, it's the trope of the, of the whole thing, but like, why, why are they so like, they w- refuse to believe this guy that it could possibly be an alligator in the sewer.
1: Well, it's funny how it's... Well,
3: that's, like, the Jaws treatment.
1: They don't believe them, but then as soon as they do, they're like, get the fucking National Guard in here. We need everything. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: so the sewer scene where they're setting up, remember that, at the opening of the sewer, and they have, like, a wooden desk set up? Did you catch that? So, like, it's the sewer. So, like, there's, like, you know, the river running through it, and they have all, like, the personnel, like, running around with their guns and everything, and, um, you know, the RV where that's the command... But then, like, you can – it's pretty much in the foreground, like, off to the side. Someone just set up a wooden desk and is sitting at it, like, going through all these papers <laughs> and
2: on the
1: phone. Command post, man. Oh, my God. So good. There are there so many moments. One of like the that.
2: things – one of the things Pete texted me about that we were laughing, like, as soon as they figure out that it's an alligator and they think it's just a normal size alligator, they just immediately order RPGs.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, the RPGs. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: They have and then They had those two that's like full of methane gas that they know is gonna explode. Good idea. Um We just briefly
0: mentioned it, but the, the pool scene with the kid and the diving board.
1: They ate the kid, man. I was shocked. Well, I think that was another yeah.
0: uh Jaws treatment. Like they're like, Oh, Jaws had a kid get eaten, so we're gonna have this kid dive off a diving board right into the alligator's mouth. <laughs>
1: Them kids are murderers. Oh yeah, they pushed him yeah. right in. They pushed him in. <laughs> they saw it too. They saw it. and They still pushed him. No, just they know. didn't see. Yes, it. they did. No, they were they were, like, ah! him,
3: they were having him walk the plank.
1: Cause he he saw it with the blindfold on. Game over. Which man. makes no sense, by the way. Like they the, went, the they lights went, went on and he just starts freaking out with a blindfold
2: on. They went dead, kid. Lots of dead dogs in this movie. So. We'll get, get into it a little that, bit in the
0: next one, but I guess because of uh, it's a budget thing and it's pretty easy to do, but lots of just arms and legs being oh yeah. found. Just pieces. It, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, why? I mean, I, I guess I, I I get it a little bit because, like, they didn't want to get caught or have it go back to them. But who was – we're it not for the gator. No one would have thought. Twice, the so why is this guy taking the dead dogs out of the garbage bags why oh, and then, then the so very
0: bags? carefully to the point where he got killed going down there yeah. like, oh well the dog
3: can't just be on the side like that <laughs> and also Dude, why can't you can't dead. even throw him in any dumpster anywhere
1: but then <laughs> the herpetologist chick's like yeah they've been dumping dogs down there for years so it's not like it was a secret either like they <laughs> knew right? it was going on
2: I like that guy too that was in charge of Dumping the dogs. Oh, well, he was the pet shop when he, yeah. yeah, when he drops that dog, it thuds so loud on the concrete, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, what? The <laughs> fuck? It's
1: fuck? Realism. I Sean.
2: thought,
3: I thought that I, and I said this to Sean. I said, "We're gonna find out that this herpetologist lady is the girl from the beginning, right?"
1: Oh, I found that. I realized that immediately.
3: They had an alligator once.
1: Yeah,
3: and why did? Oh, they, they did.
1: Yeah, they they make the connection, but it doesn't uh, play any part in the movie. Like, the connection's made just to make the connection. Like, it's like... She
2: she says, I
0: had an alligator once when I was little and my dad flushed
2: it down the toilet. Right, but, like, they don't ever say, like, could could that be... could that be? He flushed it but, down the fucking toilet. That's the other thing. If you have a pet alligator, don't flush it down the toilet. That's what why they did. did? The, why did the
0: dad go off on that temper tantrum? It was like for like no reason. Well, they, yeah, you know, it
1: was no reason to, but to uh, uh, you know get the story going. <laughs> get that alligator like He just down, like man. walked
0: in from work and was like, God damn it, in this fucking alligator, I'm flushing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what we did when we were kids. Yeah, it's on the toilet. You don't want it anymore? Toilet. Goldfish, toilet. Snake, toilet. Gators, toilet. Komodo dragon, toilet. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, the story is super, it's funny because it's just like such a basic story. You're really, it's really character driven, which is shocking. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're learning about Forrester's uh, days in St. Louis as a cop and the herpetologist and her deal. You learn a little about the rookie cop and it's just like, there's a giant gator that's. That's happening. The giant I, gator I that nobody that, can seem to find when they want to.
2: The rookie cop, died. I don't know for spoiling, but he he died. He came out in
1: 1981, dude. I'm not spoiling anything.
2: He, he he dies, or and then nobody mentions it. They're like, oh, another cop's gone, and then like they don't talk about him again.
3: Yeah,
1: pretty much.
2: <laughs> like the whole precinct precinct's like, uh, oh, another cop or another uh, another partner. Of yours is gone. Well yeah, his the, uh, like, like face. Let's, let's not go look for him or anything. The uh
3: alligator also smashes a Lincoln Continental to smithereens Yeah,
0: with a tail.
3: <laughs> uh that's like the culmination of what is I think probably the best scene in the movie, the pool scene. Or the the what is it, a wedding?
1: Yeah, the wedding.
3: The wedding scene, uh, where like the Fire. bad guy tries to get Eight away people die i yeah.
2: don't know how many people
1: total in that scene um, i would have, would have liked to have seen the alligator like pull down an airplane or like hold it back from taking off or something like that that'd been awesome
3: <laughs> i thought that was going to happen in two
1: <laughs> well, well we'll get to two um, <laughs> yeah I, I really liked that. i mean i was super excited to finally see it just in general and then this to, to to find out it was such a fun movie. Yeah, it was a uh, great. I mean, as far as animal attacks movies, it's, it's up there.
0: I really love the, like, uh, really love the poster for this one. Uh, oh, yeah, was it just kind of sitting there in the sewer? Yeah. yeah. The tagline: It lives fifty feet beneath the city. It's thirty-six feet long. It weighs two thousand pounds, and it's about to break out.
1: Oh boy. Good, good film. Does everyone... Uh, so, who didn't like it? Anybody?
2: No, I had so much fun watching this. Yeah, this might same. be a watch across yeah. the board, huh?
1: Same. I, yeah, was, I think it was, was
3: like... I think it could have been like 15 minutes shorter, but I'm not giving it back. Yeah,
1: you know what? I, I agree. Um, there's a point where I paused it, and I was like, it's got to be almost over, right? And there's like 25 minutes left.
2: I was like, really? But... F- I the think, one thing... I th- I th- Go ahead. The one thing Pete and I were saying was the love scene or the like the lack
1: of works. love in the scene.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Just well, they just like, laying in bed. <laughs> yeah, that didn't need to happen. Sure it did. So if you it could it get the whole there. You got to
0: put
1: the vermin. That's how you got the St. Louis story.
2: Yeah, if there wasn't even enough not enough boobs. If you're going to have the love scene, oh, there was scene, no, no boobs more. Yeah. There's like there's like side boobs. It's
1: like a side boob, yeah. Um I think, like I said, Robert Forrester for me alone, I love his character in this. Um, the movie being good, in quotes, um, is just a bonus. But his character for me is, is, is great. I, I really enjoy what they did with that whole, like, taking this situation and then just throwing sarcastic cop guy into it. I liked it.
2: yeah yep. it's a watch for me mm-hmm. for sure good glad we all agree
0: now let's get into the one that might be a little bit polarizing alligator two long um hiatus for the franchise
1: 10 years
0: yep uh, i think longer i think i think it was 1992 11 years
1: it's definitely 10 or 11 91 91 right. so 11 years Who wants to kick off with this one? I just want to say that whoever made this, I don't even know who directed it, but clearly did not give a damn. (laughs) They were just like, I don't care what you do. Here's your lines. Do whatever the F you want. The
0: director, John Hess. Okay.
1: What's he done? Anything?
0: He... Directed American History X. Okay.
1: Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> good for a hit. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Produced, produced, produced. Produced American History X. His only other uh, directing attributes are Watchers from 1988 and The Lawless from 1988.
1: Yeah, I've never seen either of those.
0: Hey, but good on him for producing American yeah. History X.
1: Well, yeah. Jeez, The hell of a uh, ways from Alligator to The Mutation.
3: Listen. I'm going to put Featuring it out Featuring Anthony Bologna. <laughs> but you got to see at some point in his life. Joe Bologna. Tony Bologna. <laughs> Bologna. Had to. First thing, I see the name come up on the screen. I'm like, this guy had to be Tony Bologna at some point.
2: <laughs>
1: the first thing I thought when I saw he was in it was like, man, times must have been tough in 91. Because this guy was like a semi-respectable actor. <laughs>
3: The only other thing I've seen him in is Big Daddy.
1: Yeah, I think I feel like he was one of those like.
3: Oh, I only put that together because I looked him up. I feel like he was I, one of those thing. '60s or se-
1: '60s and '70s actors who was always like a character, but he was just in a lot of. Stuff. I feel like
0: he
3: would've been in a lot of cop dramas. He was probably in the Rifleman. He's got a good around. thing going on. I mean, he's like he, again. He's kind of like the he's got the gritty New York cop thing going on, even though it doesn't take place in New York. No. But, like, he's got, like, a Brooklyn accent. Well, I guess they yeah,
1: could have yeah, been in palm. Spanish Harlem. <laughs> Who knows? Well, there's
3: palm trees. Is there a no lake? Where? There's, there's palm Spanish trees Harlem. in this movie. They never uh, specify. I, I know. it's like, Just... the first one. Yes, that's what I mean. They, they never, never really specify. specify where this is. Like, it's clearly supposed to be, but like, exactly, Miami, he's... but. Yeah, yeah, because there's, like, a heavy Spanish population.
2: And
1: he's a man um, of the people. He is the white yeah, liaison.
3: He's El, El Solo Lobo. Yeah, I can't. lone
1: the best part of the movie is when he's just—they cut to him dancing with the chick at like the hot dog stand for no apparent yeah, reason. Yeah, and why?
0: Why was she dancing? <laughs> I don't know. Steph was like, "Is this what you do when you go to a hot dog stand or a food truck?" I was like, "No, no, this is not what anyone does." Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love how his wife. Like, it starts off kind of with him uh, waking up in the morning on his birthday, and his wife complaining about how he works all these night shifts, and then he goes in. For a day shift, yeah. I don't know. Was, I was the morning? See, I thought it was supposed to be like three
1: or four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, it
3: seemed like the morning. I well, if,
1: we, if you work night shift, it is.
3: Yeah, but just I don't know. It was weird how they put all that. It together. had it had a morning feel, and yeah. I get it. He's waking up and he's having coffee, which you would do regardless. But yeah,
1: he's gotta light that cigarette.
3: Um, yeah, the whole
0: video birthday thing. But hey, you know what? Good on this movie for getting D. Wallace. Like
3: that's impressive. I
1: don't think it was
0: impressive.
3: Yeah.
1: I think it's impressive.
3: How about all the, how about all the, all the cigarettes that he bums and then immediately throws out? Would and I get it. It's the '80s. They're not as expensive as they are now. <laughs> but even the end, even the end, the guy's like he bums a cigarette from the guy and then he's standing right by it and the right guy the watches trash. him throw it, it <laughs> in the garbage can.
2: How many times do you think they filmed that scene where he flipped it behind? the He went over the shoulder, flipped it yeah. into the trash yeah. can. <laughs> Uh, no, Tony Bologna doesn't fuck around. He got in the first try. Yeah, first take, first
1: take. One t- they call him one take baloney. <laughs> I want to hear what Pete's problems with this movie are.
0: I so, just want to put before I, you get into that. I want to put out there that I think I enjoyed this more than the first
1: one. Right, I just want, I would like to before anyone's like, well, what? It's literally the first movie. It's it's the same story. There's an alligator that is mutated by these experiments that are going on, and it's running loose in different setting. Yeah. Different characters just and different characters.
3: Uh, the, it's the exact scenes. same movie. It's not even remotely as violent. No, this is like
1: a almost, uh,
3: it's like a, uh, a no one dies <laughs> in the entire carnival scene. No, they just run. The, carnival, sort of scene, the carnival scene is basically the wedding scene. Well, the no, list, how about right? the, guy that single gets, person dies.
1: the guy that gets shot on the Ferris wheel with the world's quietest golden <laughs> gun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what it the
3: not is
2: that? Well, I'm yeah. sure
1: <laughs> the mayor,
2: someone
0: had the to mayor die just, from getting hit with that tail. There's people flying the Clinically the
3: depressed, the mayor who's clinically depressed because he uh, he hired he hired the scumbag to sell out the town. This whole movie more and more depressed as the as the movie goes on. So depressed that he I thought, doesn't care that the guy's just going to shoot him <laughs> with a with a, an unsilenced silent pistol. <laughs>
2: I thought with his his daughter's appeal earlier on was where she was like, "This is not the man you are." And daughter then it just kind of it it just kind of is. And he dies when he yeah. and he goes, "Yeah, we both deserve this." And then he's dead. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the daughter falls in love with that cop way too quick and yeah. easy. Like, there's yeah. not even like a a honeymoon period. It's just like. Are you okay? Cool. I love you now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I. I mean, I. I don't. I didn't hate this movie, but it's like, uh, why? It's not as good as the first. Well, one. Well, no, not Actually, even close. Remotely. But it's.
0: But there was bonkers. something I enjoyed about it more than the first one. It's just so like,
1: goofy. I, there's points where there's I not even story. It, like there's stuff that's not even explained. That's just happening, and you're like,
0: I don't know. I here I we're gonna really...
1: cut. We're gonna cut to this now, and it's like, what the
3: who? So I, I, I love I. The I did love um. What was his name? The, the head, the head
1: Cajun guy. Oh, dude, the guy looked the, with, like John yeah, Five. With, so
3: that's he was the highlight. Blonde, the blonde face, Hawk Hawkins.
1: Yeah, Hawk Hawkins, and his brother Hawk, Kane Hodder yeah. is Billy Boy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Is that Kane Hodder? Yeah. yeah. The
1: um yes. So he doesn't look like John Five, but he's got like John Five's hairdo, and it was kind of funny.
0: Richard Lynch. Now, this guy, uh, I was thoroughly entertained by him in this entire movie. He has a ton of credits. Um, He has done a lot of B and C movies, like uh, action, horror, sci-fi, just across the board. A lot of, like, uh, like, Roger Corman type stuff. And... The only thing I recognized him from was Rob Zombie's Halloween. He was like the grimy principal, mm-hmm. which once I saw that, I immediately recognized, it, like, oh, yeah, is this guy super old? Does that ring a bell for anybody?
1: Well, I... Same. Do you remember the
0: principal, like, yelling at Sherry Moon Zombie about how awful Michael was, and... Mar, 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 mar. That was him, if anyone recalls.
1: Everyone's like, I blocked that out. But... vaguely.
0: Reading his biography, so... Uh, did you notice he had, like, you know, those pretty the Burns all over his burn face? All over, mm. Burn scars all over his face and neck. Could you guys tell, or did you just think he was ugly? Uh, I just thought he was Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a lot of burn scars. And then it turns out, early on in his career, when he was, uh, you know, before this movie, obviously, and, and younger, him and his friends took a whole bunch of acid and he went into Central Park and lit himself on fire. Damn, and that's why he has the burn scars. As
3: one does,
1: I thought does.
0: he fell into a shrimp boil. <laughs> it's
3: a, a crawdad <laughs> boil. One does. To, like some of that Cajun coo y'all, <laughs> crawdad man. Oh, the crawdad man. Crawdad man, you
1: got to keep them separated.
0: Crawdad man. <laughs> well, I think this guy won the movie for me. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he definitely steals it. I think just all the goofy choices and nonsensical things that are happening. Like I said, just they make it because you're. You're constantly just like second guessing, like, am I, is this really happening? And it is. And it's great.
2: Mm-hmm. You there. Know so, the over the, the top eighties villain who is trying to become a real estate mogul by buying all the property around this Lake. Yeah. But is at the same time dumping toxic chemicals into the same Lake that mm-hmm. he's trying to, like I, I wrote that one earlier. <laughs> like also, what is the what, plan also, here? And he uh, also he, like,
3: what was the connection with the toxic chemicals?
1: So you don't, well, it, it doesn't even matter until like the last 10 minutes of the movie when he goes, yeah, I saw your barrel down there. Fresh chemicals. It's your company. And you're like, Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> have you have to to care. <laughs> the, um, um, the, the bad guy, he looks like a knockoff version of like the, um, I don't know his name, but he's like the 80s slime ball. He's the bad guy in uh, Men at Work. He's like the scuzz bag in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Day. Yeah, yeah. He like looks and sounds like him, but he's not him. And he's clearly like five foot five. He's like <laughs> tiny. Um,
3: another thing is that this is very clearly like a man-made lake. Like, this is not oh, like yeah, this is mountain. not like a lake this, lake.
1: This is like a fountain. They
3: call it like yeah, – <laughs> yeah, they call it like – they, they were in the and you read the synopsis it's like a small lake town no 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 this is like a, it's like a, a man-made lake in the middle of a city yeah it's
1: a, it's like a fountain like a <laughs> yeah. fountain yeah. like a yeah. love park
3: <laughs>
2: yeah um, but that's connected to the sewers
1: well everything in these movies is connected to the sewers it doesn't matter where you're at yeah. it's connected there's to the
2: sewers there's shit straight into this lake
3: I also love in the sewer when they're like um they're talking about how they've never seen a den this big and it's like so wait are we supposed to believe that like alligators like plant these reeds in the
1: yeah it looked like a swamp in this yeah why was
3: it underground like that was very
0: confusing
1: yeah Um, uh, watching it i'm literally i i I said that like when they come in i'm like when did they go to a swamp when did this happen But that's the um, that's the beauty of the movie. It doesn't even matter.
3: So there's there's all, there's technically uh actually not technically there are two connections to Adam Sandler in this movie. Did you well, guys catch the second?
1: His dad from Big Daddy and I want to say something with Happy Gilmore, but I'm not sure.
3: I'm not sure. Either. So the the old man, mm-hmm. whose friend is eaten in front of him, the drunk guy in the alley. Yeah, I mean he seems al- like he is was... also the, is also the drunk, the old man drunk at the bar in the yes in the, wedding the wedding singer. singer. He's, says, he
1: puts on the Michael Jackson. The song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> puts on the Michael Jackson gear. Um, is he the crazy drunk pastor from Halloween Four? I think it is. Be. Yeah, I think he's the same guy. Yeah,
3: I think he's been. I, I, think, I feel or like or he's homeless. just a career. He's just a career drunk. Dude he how has that he has that
1: face. How much money you think he's made off of just I mean, he's probably passed away at this point, but like he probably made a career no, just out sure, of being yeah, a homeless yeah. or drunk guy. Yeah. I mean, where's a, no
3: shame.
1: Where's Bobby? We need a homeless guy.
3: What do you want? There's There's um people that um like the the guy who played Rufio um in Hook. Mm-hmm. He makes YouTube he makes YouTube videos and TikToks about um uh, where he opens his residual checks and says, well, are we eating hot dogs, burgers or lobster or something <laughs> based on how much it is. <laughs> and it's just like exposing the industry for, for people's residual checks, I guess, is the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get like pennies open, sometimes. sometimes. Well, sometimes you open and it's like five bucks. Sometimes you open and it's like a couple hundred. Sometimes it's a couple thousand and it's all just based off of what you did when and how often it's aired or when it's aired or whatever. You know, obviously anybody who's ever been in like I can't Law and Order is the probably um, raking it in every couple of months. Actually He's, going back, I, I
1: forgot that I did want to bring this up. The uh, there's a point in the first alligator where there's a guy trying to sell like a baby alligator at all the hoopla. Uh, and that is the guy that is he tells the story a large marge. In Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
3: (laughs) I remember that guy looking creepy in that movie.
2: Yeah. It was a night. There
3: was another. Just like There was another
2: Pee Wee's Big Adventure connection in this movie. Did you see the guy, the uh, Tokyo Joe, the wrestler in the first wrestling scene? Oh, how did I forget Uh to bring that up? It was the guy from Um, Three Ninjas. Yes, Yeah,
1: Three Ninjas. Uh, Toro Tanaka.
2: Yes, sir. Let me let me uh, jump let into, that. into I that. I can't, I can't know, believe go like, ahead, go ahead, we yeah, were talking go about this.
1: That, yeah. there, there's a point where Baloney's like, I'm going to go to the nightclub. I'm going to his country club. And then the, the chief's like, "Oh, you can't go to the, the country club. You're not. To, I, and you're like, all right, what's it going to be like? Bust up like a gala, like a fancy <laughs> dinner. They're in the country club watching. It's not like it's full-blown pro wrestling. They got the ring <laughs> in, in the country club. And they're going. These people are in tuxedos going everywhere ape shit and the,
0: the rich the rich bad guy is like oh, I got I got this is my boy
1: I was like at that point that's when I was kind of like who made this movie somebody dude, had a connection to, to wrestling
2: the, the governor's daughter goes it feels rigged <laughs> yeah
1: no pro wrestling you
2: realize no this no I no, 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 no. like, what
1: dude i my mind was blown at that point. But yeah, it's Toru Tanaka. I think that's his name, Toru Tanaka. But he's mm-hmm. he's also in Samurai Cup. He's like one of the the baddies in Samurai Cup. And then one of the wrestlers is Chavo Guerrero Sr. And the other one's like Wild Man Bill I've never
2: heard of. And I saw he was in a, a movie, Dark Man, which I haven't watched. Dark that's Man? The Sam list. Raimi? Dark Man? Yes. It's on my list.
1: There's a bunch of them. I think there's like three or four of those too.
2: Yeah, that made me laugh. Oh, yeah. Is that the dude from Three Ninjas? Yeah, this whole movie made
1: me laugh. I mean, it was just, it's its crazy from top about, to bottom. How
0: about t- when he's telling the girl, you have a nice backyard, and that gets him to leave? Oh, yeah. that's right. And that yes, works. And I it know. Works.
1: After, like, he basically, like, pisses her off, and she's, like, walking away. Has anyone ever told you, you have a nice backyard? And she's, <laughs> I get well, it. All right, cool. <laughs> well, no, they haven't. So we'll just be in love now yeah makes no sense I loved it I loved it for that that reason alone and that's why I give it the watch it's just like you, you won't even believe it because it's not even like so bad it's good it's just so crazy that you won't even believe what you're watching stuff like I said stuff makes no sense the characters are bonkers nuts the whoever thinks that country clubs have pro wrestling in them is out of their minds <laughs>
0: It'd be awesome if I didn't. gotta join a country club. Yeah,
1: right. Like if that was the case, I'd have I'd have many country club memberships.
2: The alligator must change size in this movie every scene. Oh, dude, they, they use man. a lot of it uh, is very such a bad job. They man. do a
0: lot of like from the animatronic one to the a real one, but
2: it has yeah. some creepy
0: moments. The moment where it's kind of like uh, floating or stalking down the tunnel with red eyes—that was pretty cool. How
3: about just how willy-nilly they are with dynamite in this movie?
1: Oh, dude, I got I got six <laughs> sticks of dynamite. You think that'll do it? Uh yeah.
3: Throwing grenades. Uh,
1: like he sets the timer for exact like this. The, I, yeah,
3: he throws the uh, grenade and they just stand right on the other side of the wall.
1: The the gator is just like in the in the sewer and he puts the the dynamite like up in a, a loose brick and the gator comes and it blows up on it. And they're like, oh man, he must have had like a like a proximity on it. And then like a minute later you find out he's just setting timers to be like, like he knows the, the the gator's movements precise enough to set a timer. Dude, it's funny. It it's just so crazy. It, it, it's gotta see it to believe it crazy.
3: How about um outside of the uh Outside of the video that his wife and kid make him in the beginning of the movie. Do you ever see the kid again? Nope.
2: Nope. Kids just <laughs> in the video.
1: <laughs> just to establish that he has a
2: family. Did you laugh? I mean the wife said it's funny.
1: I laughed a lot, Sean.
2: When she brought when she brought the steak out and it was just like a brick.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Because he, he was late. chewing on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and he still tries he to sat eat Sat in it. the pan for a while because you're late. Might yeah. be like overdone. And then he gives up the birthday. I'm assuming he was getting some birthday beach and he still leave and he leaves. He's like, Oh, you look great, but I got to go.
1: Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Everything is just
2: like a weird choice. You got 15 minutes, pal. Um, can, I want
3: to make reference to the first one again, real quick. Cause something I forgot to mention is the, the chief or the captain. His eyebrows get wilder and wilder. <laughs> and the <movie> goes
1: on. <laughs> I think I read there was a halt in shooting for like three to five months or something like that. Just enough time I mean, to get I, those I'm eyebrows assuming, real bushy. I mean,
3: I mean, I don't know about you guys. My eyebrows don't really like grow. They're just however long they are.
1: Well, we're still young. But men. I'm
3: assuming once you become like an old man, they just go crazy. Oh, yeah.
1: That and your ear hair, I think, just explode. Yeah. God, if I ever I don't get those, have your hair yet. if I ever get those octopus like nose hairs, whew, just cut it off. Cut my nose off.
2: <laughs> um,
3: I, I do it have a. Um, it's Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna give it a a a, a, a... a a. I'll give it a watch. I'm not gonna give it a die.
1: Yeah, it sounded like in the um, in the text that you were gonna just destroy it.
3: No. It, yeah, give it, it a oof, you know, I was worried. I didn't, like, thoroughly enjoy every minute of it. It was even longer than the first one. Yeah, I thought it is. the first one was 15 minutes too long.
1: But you know what? Like, the longness in this one, it's not as... Um, they're not trying to explain character and stuff. They're just more crazy shit happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how much crazy shit can we get in this movie is essentially i mean it was funny because the first thought i had when it started and i and i saw it was in 91 and he's in the house and coming down i was like man this is like typical 90s horror where like you'll notice that in like ni- a lot of day lit houses in 90s horror yeah very like weird time for horror movies in general and i just thought immediately i was like oh boy here we go it's gonna just be one of those like uh, slumber party massacre two, where it's like we we have this property we can use. Let's make a movie. Love slumber party massacre two, by the way. Mm-hmm. No no uh, beef with that. All yeah. right, but wow. I say watch it.
0: That's a solid watch. or die, watches across the board for both
1: movies. For two different reasons. Wow.
2: <laughs> definitely definitely a watch for both. Yeah, get so I. Good. i have a funny
3: um reference to the last watch this or die we did uh, the sadness um i w- i got a tattoo a few weeks ago and uh from a new guy i had met before and so like it was quiet at first and then we started talking and i was talking about horror movies and he's like oh yeah like we were just like going back and forth and I, saw, I was like, yeah, I just watch this really fucked up one lately. I'm like, I don't know like how into horror you are because like I would only recommend this to you to like if you're. And he's like, is it like totally fucked up? Like the fuck most fucked up shit you've ever seen? I'm like, yeah. He's like, y'all yeah, totally love that shit. I'm like, awesome. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody literally fucked somebody's skull.
1: Yeah, there is an eye fucking <laughs> There's in there. There is An eye, eye. fucking <laughs> skull. A oh, little disappointed that that real... eye doesn't get any gooier though. Terrible, well, terrible effects. I was going to make an off-color joke, but mm, I won't. Yeah. All right, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. You're late
1: in the episode. Do it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: no one's listening anymore. Yeah, we're, we're at that almost uh, two-hour mark.
0: All right, well, in that case, let's r- right. wrap right. it up. Yeah. Coming up next on Killer Pod from Outer Space, we have a War Games. We're going to dive into Shudder Originals. Uh, good Lord. No uh no number on the pick yet. We are gonna have our our uh our good brother Shane joining us for this one. He's a <laughs> Shudder fanatic and uh is constantly texting me and Jeff about what he's checking out on Shudder or what should he be checking out on Shudder. Yeah. Uh, that's our boy though. And he's gonna be on here, which should be a blast and we'll probably get a lot of laughs out of teasing him. <laughs>
3: I've never met him, so I probably won't tease him.
0: Big Clive,
1: big Clive Barker fan he is. So yeah, yeah. For a guy who doesn't know much about horror, to accidentally love Clive Barker, because he's like he likes the Hellraisers, and then we were watching Books of Blood, and he once he found out that it was all Clive Barker, he was like, ah, oh, I guess I like. Is Clive he Barker.
3: is he like a latex goth?
1: No, he's a very normal suburban <laughs> does he, gentleman. Does he uh,
3: frequent sex
0: clubs? Yeah,
1: I think maybe in his darkest he wore, fantasies. He wears he wears a
0: lot of camo. <laughs> Hunts
3: deer.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Never really thought of Clive um, Barker as an outdoorsman, but maybe.
3: So I, I, I do, I will. I just put it out there that I, I have the, uh, um, I have the money in the bank, but I'm more than almost positive I will not be using it on that episode.
1: Yeah, that's so. a big. Big use there, because I—I yeah. I mean, I don't know shit about Shudder originals,
2: honestly. I've probably like scene three. I—I I,
3: I can't. I haven't seen anything that I would be so angry about that I would use it.
2: Yeah. The only thing I could see you using it for is if you want to get like some obscure pick, and you just like yeah, throw I mean, it into the like you take over the last pick and throw it in. Or just want to ruin someone's no. day, something like that. <laughs> just make ruin oh, yeah, Or just to ruin, ruin Vinny's day. Yeah.
1: You're not going to ruin my day, buddy. Tell you what. All
2: right. We'll Is that see it,
1: you, then. We'll
0: see you next time.
1: All right, you guys. Thanks for being on. Until next time, we are the Killer Prod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here.
0: And we're out.